0: What are you bringing to the table? I welcome to what do you bring to the table this is your girl sylvia she her and hers are my pronouns <laughs> A fancy uh-huh. and i'm tori and she her and her are my pronouns you know we're getting better at this we're like smooth this is like professional now we are 32 episodes into this fun little hobby we're podcast. Aging past. we're getting mature mm-hmm. um we are uh gonna be recording this friday at yeah. the Bridgetown. Um actually this episode will come out probably about that's a little bit before we get there. Cause mm-hmm. I posted about on five o'clock on Friday. So this episode will be yeah, we, live. And so we you're about... listening to this episode. We're getting ready to record yeah. our and... special what's update episode. <laughs> that's what we're calling it. Special what's update with uh, folks who bowl. Um from they're down here at a tournament. They're from did you get any glasses? I did. Oh, it's fancy. Like I maybe make like, glasses too. Did you not no, know? Mine? No. They're, they're they the, same the same shape. They're just different color. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we did a story about the West Seattle Bowl and a lot of and several of the folks who bowl there will be at the Bridgetown Tournament. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do some interviews. Nice. We're gonna you know, just yeah. hang and, out with and them. I'm going to do some research. Will they do? They accept me as I am. Well, I you know. I hope. I think they will. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm thinking I might dress up in some. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> because you know I saw some of the that logo you did. So it oh, seems like a very logo. fun. Yes, you it's know, a very very nice. Yeah, I might do something okay, a little, little crazy, you know, a little cray cray. I'm gonna see. be at a training all day, so I'm just gonna. Oh, come. you're just gonna come as a regular. Yeah, regular. Stiff. A regular. No, I'm probably wearing sweats because when I go to trainings, I wear sweats because oh. I'm sitting all day. Oh yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. like dressing yeah. up for a training. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here. Um. So yeah, when you're listening to this, we'll be getting ready to record that special "What's Update" episode. Um social media, we're at what are you Bringing to the table podcast mm-hmm. on Facebook. If you got a story for us, send it in to what are you Bringing to the table at gmail.com. And hopefully you won't forget the password and you'll be able to access. Uh well, you know, <laughs> if I do. I have your brain because yeah, you well, you have my brain, or my I wrote it down. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, um, that's my that's my uh, safety net. Okay, that's mm-hmm. your safety word. Um, all right. Well, we got some what's updates coming yeah. to the table. So we got a what's update on um, Felicity Huffman. You gotta you gotta hit the button. Oh, <laughs> what is your what's update? Okay. There we now go. I forgot. Now you can start. Um. So Felicity Huffman is about to turn herself in to serve mm. her big old fourteen days oh, for that fourteen days for uh paying a I think it's a proctor like those test proctors yes. to correct her daughter's SAT scores to give her higher... so that's all she got convicted of because she know, yeah, like, she she. she... Paid for them. She wasn't one of them that had them like create a profile. No. Oh, that was her thing. Yeah, that's Aunt Becky. So she paid to get the test scores. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I guess her daughter wasn't smart enough to get you know. Fourteen whole days. Yeah. For doing that, and meanwhile, a black lady who used a different address Mm -hmm. got five years. Yeah. Yep. Fucking hell. Yeah, and then that other lady looking at five years for voting. When yeah. she didn't know she could vote. Exactly. Because she voted and not realizing because right. she was convicted of a felony, she yeah. couldn't vote. Yep. Wow. Yeah, white privilege? White privilege. And then we have that poor uh young kid who what did 10 know, days spent no, ten days in jail. No criminal nothing. Mm-hmm. No malintent. He didn't commit a crime. Yeah. He didn't commit he nothing. He just overslept and got ten and days. Ten days. And they were gonna give him I don't know how many. Bunches of three years of probation. No, we're gonna was, give him. Was it three years or yeah. one year? No, three years probation and time like for community a, service. Yeah, a bunch of community service for oversleeping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, fucking. So, publicity. the next what's update What's up, is um, the one case that we had talked about where uh, this one gentleman in Florida was. Perusing the parking lot of a store, he saw the one, a one lady parked in the handicap Mm -hmm. and she was waiting for her significant other Mm -hmm. who went into the store Mm -hmm. with their son. Mm -hmm. And he starts arguing with her through the window, telling her out. I guess it was his business to tell somebody to get out of the parking lot, whatever exchange. The boyfriend comes out, sees that he's in, you know, aggressive towards the, you know, his girlfriend mm-hmm. and pushes the dude aside. He stumbles over, falls and feels like um, his life is in jeopardy, pulls out a gun and shoots mm-hmm. and kills uh, that man uh, in front of his child, yep. by the way. So the What's update comes from AP News and it says killer of black men in parking dispute gets 20 Years. Woo! Slapped 20, 20 years. years. Is that 20 years full time, or is he gonna probably I mean was it? Um it says that 20? he was yeah, it said that the jurors found Drjeka guilty of manslaughter in August. Drjeka showed no emotions when the judge sentenced him. Um, let's see, I'm looking through the story to see what the judge said he found it most ironic. That Drajeka drove up, illegally parked next to Jacob's car, and then confronted her about parking illegally in a handicapped space. Yeah, that was the judge's well, notes. There you go. He just seems to come out of nowhere, kind of like a superhero, to see if he, to see that he enforces the handicapped parking spot. Uh, said the judge. Um, Jacobs, along with McLaughlin's parents spoke before the sentencing. There are no words to fully describe what his loss has done to our family. Yeah, there is. Our youngest two children will never have memories of their daddy. Yeah. yep, Nothing. And then it says defense attorney, Teresa read a letter from Jackie's wife in which she defended her husband saying he was not a bad person. He also wrote. She also wrote that she and her family and friends had received threats and decided to stay away from the courtroom. Whatever, lady. Yeah. Ah, get out of here. Give me a break. Hey, nobody's going to keep me away from my boo. If I thoroughly support him, uh-uh. I'm going there. <laughs> He's going to know that he has, wouldn't you? Like, oh, yeah, no. That's well, the scariest time in, mean... in somebody's life. And you out of there? Not unless I had a love-hate for the man. Well, maybe, maybe there's maybe she thinks he's a fucking piece of shit because he did that. Yeah, and she's just using the other thing as an yeah. excuse. But yeah, I don't know. She's probably racist as fuck too. Yeah. So, what is your what is my, your what's update? <laughs> my what's updates? Um, yeah. well, we'll start with the oldest story first. Mm-hmm. Get old Joe Janissi. Yeah. Um, he has been deported. Um, he's gonna appeal he's in uh, Italy, mm-hmm. but he has accepted. His fate that he is now going to have to go live in Italy and is deported. Um, and what she's there now, right? Yeah, yeah, he's there. He is now living um, in Italy. Yep. And now that he's found freedom in Italy, Joe Judice is ready to divorce his wife. Radar Online exclusively learned. Oh, wow, So. so uh, it's over for the Godichis. Yeah, the Godichis are done and over with. This um, is what finally broke the camel's back. She said that she didn't want a long distance relationship with her husband and even visited a divorce attorney during his incarceration. But now it's her felon other half who's calling the shots. Joe wants a divorce. The insider claimed he's so mad at Teresa for cheating on him while he was locked up and left to rot in prison. <laughs> um, Joe cheated on her regularly. I watched the show. So he was always humping around. Yeah. But that's that um, um, man privilege. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So Teresa's with a 26-year-old boy toy, Blake Shrek. Um, so... Well, she got to get something out of giving him fame and fortune. I mean, hey, I mean the more names that pop up, I mean he's probably getting likes. But as soon as he hits it pretty big, it's yeah, you know, it's by Teresa. Hopefully, she ain't buying wedding Um, cards. I was most surprised about how much weight Joe has lost. Oh, I mean he is—he has lost a shit ton of weight. Does he look um, emancipated? No, emancipated, emaciated. Um, no, he looks healthy, like. He looks healthy. Oh, like ice is like the club. Like, of, maybe he you know? was working out in there and he was, <laughs> you know, cutting those carbs. Not eating all that pasta. Because when he was out, he was bloated like his face. Well, he probably wasn't drinking. He couldn't drink oh, either. Couldn't drink. They drink a lot. On oh, yeah. Show. So you cut out that drinking and that pasta. Wow. we'll, yeah, we'll see in about a year. Let's away. see. Let's yeah. See. Let's, let's wait. And see that's what all happens they do Italy. is drink in yeah. Italy, right? Yeah. And wine wine and pasta and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got a waist, like. It's pretty amazing. It's oh, pretty amazing. Sounds like you got a little crush. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> just like crush. I'm like wow. Mm. He looks like a different person. He looks like a different person. Like if I were to just see that picture, I would How be How much like, weight do you think it was? 50 oh, pounds? 100. 100 Oh, yeah. Wow. Easy. Wow. Yeah, like he's a pic- there's a picture here. I think it's with his brother who's a little bit bigger, not mm-hmm. as big as he was, but yeah, if I would have seen, if I would have seen that picture, yeah, I would have not been. Uh, that's was, not yeah. Jody. Yeah, no way, that's not Jody Because he was a roly poly man. Well, and you know Teresa's been working, so that means he's gonna get some of her cash. Yeah, I mean divorce. You know, that's what that's what happens. Sorry, that's Teresa, happens, you should have made it work. You should have gone out there. Should have figured it out. They Had that long-distance relationship. Um, let's see, I got a, another update in regards to Joshua Brown.
1: So mm-hmm. last week we talked about
0: Joshua Brown, mm-hmm. who was the key witness in the, oh, this comes from CNN, um, who was the key witness in the murder trial for the former, um, for, uh, that Beau, police officer, Jane, um, and the officer that killed him, murdered him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joshua was found murdered a couple days after that. And they were claiming it was a drug deal. And so, yeah. They're alleging it's a drug deal. A conversation between Brown and green escalated in physical articulation during the alleged drug dealer deal. Brown allegedly shot and wounded. Jack Mitchell 20 police said green, then shot Brown twice, then took a backpack from him as well as a gun used to wound Mitchell. After receiving tips, police obtained a search warrant and recovered 12 pounds of marijuana. Um, 143 grams of THC cartridges and four thousand dollars in cash from Brown's apartment. All over. I don't believe Wana? this. I don't. I just don't fucking believe this. I don't fucking believe this. Uh-huh. Like, didn't we say we, we said when we were talking about this last week? Watch, they're gonna say because they used the term drive by. Uh-huh. Watch, they're gonna say it was a he was a former gang member. It was a drug deal gone wrong. Something. I mean, this is like textbook. <laughs> um. Oh. oh, we're gonna have to pause for a moment because we got some dogs barking. All right. All right, we're back from yeah. that little break. What are you bringing to the table? Sorry. Uh, sorry interruptions when you uh, interruptions when you are in your my podcast. Who let the dogs out? Yeah. Um, so anyway, we were talking about the update on Josh Brown's. Oh no, no, yeah, Josh Brown. Passing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as you know, let's see. Um, so You said you find it hard to believe. I find it hard to believe that all of a sudden, the key witness in a case who then was, he would have then testified in the civil lawsuit, Mm -hmm. is found dead, shot to death, and it's over some cannabis deal gone wrong. Right. Like, okay, I know that cannabis is not legal in any form in Texas yet. So I'm sure that there's still an underground black market for it, right? Mm -hmm. Because... Not everybody wants to drive to a state to get it and take the risk of having it there right. and blah, blah, blah. But this happened in Florida, you said? This happened in Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but supposedly these guys drove from Louisiana. Mm. So that's the other thing. Like, what? They might have been cheaper if they had gone to Pill Mill, Smithers. Pill Mill to Mill, yeah. Or Smithers, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, um, go there and get it. Well, your that's stuff. the thing. Louisiana, I don't know if Louisiana is a medical state, but there's mm. close enough states. Mm hmm. To, they have could have gone to get there, oh, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like and, at least Cali. Depending on where you're, you're at, at, Louisiana in Texas. is like. So they came. They supposedly drove from Louisiana to Texas oh. to do this deal with Josh Brown. Oh, the ones that supposedly killed him. Yeah, like the fire exchange. Right. Oh, yeah. So okay. there's closer states that they could go to where it's legal yeah. and get cannabis. Yeah. That's the thing is that cannabis is everywhere. Like yeah. it's not it's not doesn't have a street value like it used to you know because you can get it pretty much anywhere now what now. are they talking about these uh THC cartridges um what so you that? know the vape cartridges oh, yeah okay. so um supposedly these vape cartridges and four hundred dollars uh, in cash or four thousand dollars in cash um so so I'm assuming all of that was worth four thousand dollars. I mean, the 12 pounds of marijuana and the cartridges. I mean, I don't know what the street value of marijuana is. $4,000 is not a lot. You know what I'm saying? If if it's like, poor grand dude, I'll give you. Yeah. Yeah. To have a beef over that? Yeah. Um, So they say, as you know, there's been speculation and rumor that have been shared by community leaders claiming Mr. Brown's death was related to Amber Geiger trial. And somehow the Dallas Police Department was responsible. Moore said I assure you that's simply not true. And I encourage those leaders to be mindful of their actions moving forward and their words have jeopardized the integrity of the, yeah, be mindful of their actions or you might end up dead too, What integrity? Uh, That's what I'm trying to figure out. What integrity? The way you all handled the case, Mm -hmm. trying to hide, cover, you know, if it wasn't for the video, then all of a sudden that lady loses her job. right. You know, yeah. she sees what happened there. A man was killed by one of your mm-hmm. officers. Even if she made a mistake, you hold yourself to the highest integrity. Yep. yep. You know, if that person made a mistake, they have to pay for that, like anybody else in a job. Exactly. Or in the community. Yeah. People go to prison all the time because they made a mistake. Look at Smithers. We talked about mm-hmm. him, five kids. He made a mistake. Yeah. You know, and he's going to pay for that. Exactly. Same with this lady. Yeah. She made a mistake. She's got to pay for exactly. it. Exactly. And so his, his family, Brown's family has hired an attorney and they're asking that Dallas police recuse themselves from the investigation. And I think they should. Uh-huh. I mean, you oh, know, for sure. They, they should just do it out of integrity and say, you know what? We're, if, if we'll in let fact, the fed, they're not involved in yeah. anything, we're going to let outside investigators yeah. do the investigation. State police or feds. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't want to be tainting any exactly. way or the other. So we'll see. We'll see what that, go- not that goes. Not unless they want to do their little, uh, you know, the same what's happening I mean, now in the that, White House. And that's the speculation. Is yeah. like, uh, if we we're can gonna control, control it, it yeah. then, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. then we, get, we get to write the narrative. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I have one more sort of up. What's up? Date in regards to um the rapid fire story that I shared about uh Ellen getting shit about sitting with GW. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, I've thought about it a little bit since mm-hmm. then, and there there is part of me that agree with what people mm-hmm. are saying mm-hmm. because GW was a terrible fucking person, mm-hmm. like terrible president, like. Mm-hmm. Fought against LGBTQ rights. Mm -hmm. Started a war uh, uh, that was like off of fake information, right? Right, right. Took us to war. That we are still there, you know? But I think the the thing about it is this is about people with money Mm -hmm. get to do whatever the fuck they want. Mm -hmm. And be with whoever the fuck they want and justify it. Mm -hmm. So now she is... Um, this article comes from LGBTQ Nation. It says Ellen is so desperate to move past George W. Bush criticism that she kissed Howard Stern. Huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, for to get the like, limelight off. Of yeah, that. like so. I guess Howard Stern was on her show, and he suggested that, um, a- as a way to get people from talking about yeah. that, so she do she something should, scandalous. She should kiss him. And at first, I guess she kind of like. You know, um, laughed it off, da da da, and then he kept on her, and you know, said, "Kiss me, Ellen," and she agreed, but stipulated no tongue, and said, "Listen, I don't want to make you throw up or anything." Stern responded, "Brace yourself," and so they fucking kissed. Like, so to me yeah. now, it's just Ellen. You kind of, I'm, I'm losing a little respect for you. Well, and, but my thing is, just, I mean, I, I don't. Does she have any uh, right to? Hang out with whoever she wants? Yeah. No, absolutely. She I can mean, do that, it. And it's about money, right? Right. This is about money. This is about making sure her show gets ratings so she keeps money. And that's the thing that divides us and them mm-hmm. is that they have the privilege of money. And it's about keeping that money and keeping that mm-hmm. wealth. And so it's really easy for, now, for is she, Ellen to stand there and say, be nice to everybody and right. be kind. And that means everybody, right. when you have the economic privilege. wealth privilege that she has. Yeah. Right? That... I would probably say was propelled because of the community that and she exactly, represents, right? right? Yeah. And I think that's the anger. Right. Is that you get up there touting yourself as one of us and propelling our well, community and yes, she is one of yeah. But like as this like ambassador for our community, yeah. your actions have meaning in our community, right? right. Like when you go and hang out with someone who is o- was, was openly anti-LGBTQ, right. that affects us. So, right. But at I get the same it. time, it's I like, get it. is she beholden to the community? Can she have right. her own she life? Didn't, she didn't sign off anything and, saying, I can. I have to do this and this, and only be with so-and-so and so-and-so. And is it more being an ambassador to hang out with people that maybe dislike will say quote unquote your kind and you're hanging out with them and you're demonstrating them. We're like people just like you. We, uh-huh. we can't control who we fall in love with. And you know, we can't I do control- think it's interesting though, how much shit she's getting, but George W isn't getting any shit for hanging out with a gay lady that from, from the right. Uh, yeah. Right. Think about it. Right. Have you heard any of the right bitching because he no. was hanging out with Ellen? No. So I, I did find that whole thing. That, interesting. That, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like nobody's up in arms in their their community. No. Going, How could you sit next to Ellen and smile right. and laugh with her? Right. You know? I mean, them? maybe they are though, because I don't read their shit. So, I've not seen but anything. You would think it would come up, right? Like somewhere it'd come up saying uh, Jerry you know. Falwell Jr.'s getting it about <laughs> hanging out with some gay dude that uh-huh. they okay, this so one in some kind they're, yeah. they're questioning his yeah situation. So so yeah. yeah. So why are why isn't that committee up in arms about G Dub hanging out with Ellen? Uh, maybe because G Dub don't care. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe so, G Dub has already told them fake evangelicals, dude. I don't care I don't about y'all. Bye. Anyway, so that was a, a little update that I had around uh that whole story around Ellen. I don't think I have any more updates. Yeah. All right. Well, then no, let's, let's hit it get up into in some the stories. stories. What you got first? Oh, this one comes from CNN Travel. Okay. Woman arrested and fined in Philippine Philippines Island of Boracay for wearing tiny bikini. Oh, here we go again. A Taiwanese tourist was arrested and fined for wearing a particularly revealing bikini on the beach at the Philippines. Newly reopened resort island of Boracay, local media reported. The tourist has not been named, Spark controversy by donning a string bikini on the island's famous white sand beaches. I want to go because I would love to mm, see this, yeah. you know, the white beaches. Oh, they, they got God, me right there. Yeah. Um, on October 9th, according to the state-run Philippine Philippines News Agency. Traveling with her boyfriend, PNA reported the woman had been told by staff at her hotel that the swimwear was inappropriate. She wore it anyway. Mm-hmm. They were told not to by the hotel management, but they said it was a form of art, Boracay Inter- in- Intra Agency Management and Rehabilitation Group Chief Na- Navidad Bernardino said in a phone interview with PNA. The woman was arrested the next day when she wore another string bikini to the beach. A police spokesman said she was fined um, like $48.40 for the erotic outfit. The municipal police chief, Jess Balon told PNN that while the couple's domestic customs may be different, they have to respect our culture and traditions and our proper decorum. Located in central Philippines, Boracay is one of the world's most famous beach destinations. It recently reopened last October following a major cleanup operation to upgrade facilities, improve water quality, strict new regulations such as limits to combustion engine transport, and a ban on single-use plastics has, has also been enacted. What did this, I mean, how bad was it? A string bikini. Did they I'm, show a picture? Uh, no. They have no picture. I'm assuming string bikini. You know, you have the little triangle in the front, little triangle on the back, and then strings, and then little triangles to cover the top. I don't know. What? I don't know. Come on. I mean, she was $48, 50 bucks. I know. She's probably like, yeah. like I mean, you I, know? I, I imagine if you could afford to go to this place. Uh, you, you got 50 probably, bucks. you yeah. would be like, here, here's 50. You know, yeah, here's another 50 because I'm wearing it tomorrow. Exactly. You know, well, mm. but what I did like about that was, you know, what this man said, you're coming to our country. You got to respect our culture and, you know, and our traditions. Be respectful of that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's uh, having this privilege of I can go wherever and do whatever I want because I'm American. Not Was she from America? She's not. No, she's Taiwanese, yeah. which they have strict rules there, I would assume. Yeah, but I'm saying if I'm going somewhere, I do have to respect that because I saw that all the time. Growing up, people, you know, these white kids would go over to Mexico, Tijuana, get drunker than skunks, throw up everywhere and just, you know, leave. So you're trashing people's home and and then you just leave. I'm like, no, you got to be respectful. You can't just. Bring I mean, your standards. Your parts were covered. It's uh, mean, again that that's here in America. As long as your parts are covered, they're in the Philippines. They got a different I don't set. I want to know what I want to know what it looks like. They got a different set. They got a different standard. Yeah, but obviously people wear bikinis and stuff there. I'm assuming, right? Uh, well, they told her, hey, that wasn't appropriate. Yeah, there's picture. I mean, this picture is lady. She's wearing a bikini that goes up her ass and. They're in Boracay. Yeah. Well, I, then I don't know. I don't know what wonder, her bikini yeah, looked I like. What it looked like that was so bad that they felt like it wasn't. That they had to tell her, girl, change, hmm. put a cover. It on. It is beautiful, though. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Wow. <laughs> they but then again, in. Philippines is also a place where the president where thinks she should just kill people for well, being she's lucky. drug addicts. She's lucky she only got fifty bucks. Oh. she could have <laughs> been part of his little <laughs> harem of uh, that. This is how you, not to be gay. Yeah, that's you know? that's that's true. So she's oh, whatever. she's lucky she escaped with 50 Night bucks. People just wear whatever they need to wear. God. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get into this story about the lady that was murdered by the police officer in Fort Worth. Oh, yeah. Um disgusting. So, as we know, um he was arrested. And charged. Mm-hmm. So former Fort Worth police officer who fatally shot at At T. Oh, at, he was arrested yeah. oh, at wow. Tiana at Tiana yeah. um, Jefferson in her home Saturday morning was arrested and charged for murder on Monday. The officer Aaron Dean was arrested around 6 PM uh, and posted bail posted bail how three hours you, later. How do you post he bail was on, held murder? on a $200,000 bond? According to the county. What are committee. they charging him? Two, only $200,000 bond for what murder. For murder, he murdered someone in her home without provocation. Nothing. And he gets out, and he's out on bond. Yeah. While we had the twenty-one-year-old uh, who goes overslept <laughs> for ten days like that. Snap! snaps <laughs> Being late for jury duty, he didn't even miss the jury duty. He just was there late. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, the family of Atiana Jefferson is relieved that Aaron has been arrested. And charge for murder. Um, he did get what he did get what I wanted him to get. Well, let's not get carried away yet. He only got charged, right? And like she said, this is only a start. Um, there's no way this is enough. We know that is a good step in the direction where we want to go, but it's definitely at the end. There will be a long road to prosecution, conviction, and appropriate sentencing. Uh, police declined to say whether Dean was arrested by Fort Worth officer or if he turned himself in. The department's major case on eternal affairs units were working diligently to conclude the criminal administration of investigating into the shooting. Uh, we value and trust that we've had. We value the trust we've had in our community and we'll continue to build trust. Daniel said, um, and Sergeant Daniels, um, to the citizens and the residents of our city, we feel and understand your anger and disappointment. Dean was served a written administrative complaint Sunday placed on detached duty and stripped of his badge and firearm interim police chief. Ed Krause said he resigned on Monday, um, which is interesting. He resigned, so he'll get whatever pension he's paid into because he resigned? even if he's like convicted of this. Yeah. Does it say how long he was on the force? Um, that just seems like a rookie mistake, like a rookie move. I don't think it says exactly. No, it does not say how long he was a police officer. What was his name? Uh, I'm Aaron Google Dean. You know. Okay. Um. Here's my thing about this, and what so they they went to they were called to the house by the neighbor mm-hmm. who saw the door open, right, and wanted a welfare check. Yeah, a welfare check. Should never entail a gun drawn. Right. A welfare check is the police go to the door and they knock. And even if the door was ajar, they could have easily said, hey, police, is everyone okay in here? Yeah. We're here for a welfare check. Right. Instead, they'd set it up like a fucking, like, like there was a perpetrator and, you know, doing a perimeter search and this, that, and the other. And this guy goes to the back. Sees her standing there because she's up playing video games with her mm-hmm. ne- her nephew, and so she's seeing people outside who she probably thinks is burglar there to burglarize her house, mm-hmm. and so she goes to the window wondering what the hell's go- and gets killed. Right, she goes. To, she yeah. goes to check to see is there right. somebody coming. She grabbed. Try- yes yeah. this article got, here she said she got her firearm, yep. which is completely illegal. Legal. To have a firearm in Texas. Yeah. So, uh, as a means to protect herself, because she doesn't know what's happening. Right. Because they never went to the door and went, police, we're here to do a welfare check. Right. And And that's what a fucking welfare check is. And then they said that there was body camera, so they had the body camera on. And not once did they identify themselves as police. Never said he was a police. Told her to put her hands up. Right. Boop, boop, boop. And two seconds later, shot dead. killed. Yeah. So- this is this is the problem. And and so as an adjunct to this article, mm-hmm. and because here's my concern. So I went to uh, mappingpoliceviolence.org um it, who keep, that keeps statistics on police killings. Um mm-hmm. there were only twenty-three days in 2018 where police did not kill someone. Oh my gosh, police killed 1147 people in 2017. Mm-hmm. Black people were 25% of those killed despite being only 13% of the population. Mm. Um Re- Reno has the highest rate of um US police departments killing black men. Mm. Which is higher than the rate of actual murders within the United States. Oh my gosh. Um, In terms of, so a lot of people say, oh, well, it happens because it's high crime and there's a high percentage of black people in that area. And then there's also high crime. No, there is no excuse because they put this example of Buffalo, New York has a population of 2,580 people, roughly almost 300,000 the percentage of non-white is 50% mm-hmm. so half of them are are non-white yeah violent crime rate is 12 per 100,000 000. zero people were shot and killed by the buffalo police between 2013 and 2016 in comparison to orlando florida which has about 250 260,000 people their percentage of non-white is only 42% their violent crime rate is lower nine per Mm 100,000, 15 people were shot and killed by Orlando police in 2003, between 2013 and 2016. And so here's the biggest statistic for me in regards to why, um, yes, he's been charged, but I'm not holding my breath. right 99% of cases in 2015 did not result in any officers involved being convicted of a crime. 99%, also 100% non-conviction rate Mm -hmm. for officers who have been involved in crime. And that's maybe one out of 100 killings. Yeah. Yeah. And that was probably because video. Yeah, it's like, and it's, yeah, because it's like, it doesn't happen. So, yeah. Unless there's video. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they don't even get charged. Yeah. If they get charged, they're not convicted. Yeah, it's your word. So I felt threatened. What? What exactly? So, what's going to happen in this case when old Aaron Dean gets up on the stand and says he was uh, afraid, he was fearful for his life, but all the fucking pat answers that they give in regards to this is how we get to murder black people. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So that's for me. That's like the I, issue. I mean, it is like for for anybody. I, if I am at home with somebody and I'm hearing. You know, well, and here let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. I was at home one time, middle of the night, I think I'm watching TV or something. Um and I had this big picture window, window mm-hmm. in my old house. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I saw somebody walking by that window. Mm-hmm. And they actually looked in. Oh, I'm like, what out. the heck, right? Oh. And this is like I want to say like around this time, 2 2:30ish two in the morning. Oh. And I'm like, what the hell? I personally go to the window. Thank goodness I'm seeing, you know, police. So Uh apparently it was a police officer. They were looking for someone Yeah. and they're coming through to the backyard and that kind of stuff, but they're not identifying themselves. And as I'm passing, but if I had a gun, I I would think it was a prowler because my brain is not going into, Oh, did I see a badge? Is that... No, my brain is somebody's Somebody's in your yard, in front of your, looking in my window, and just pass. Yeah, so I'm assuming this is what this girl did. I gotta protect myself, my nephew. I don't know what the situation is in this neighborhood, exactly. And so she picks up her gun, Mm -hmm. and boom. Which she has every right to do. Every she has every right to protect herself in her own yeah. home. And that's my thing is that I go back to the beginning of that. They were called for a welfare check. This neighbor didn't say, I think somebody has broke into the house next door. Right. I think I saw a burglar. He called non-emergency. Yeah. He said, I'm worried about my neighbor. Her door is ajar. I just want someone to do a welfare check. And this yeah. man, he says he feels guilty because he says, if I would have never called, she wouldn't be dead. Right. Right, Why could, But yeah. he should not feel, have to feel guilty for that, right? right? But that now we're at a point where don't call the police for anything for, right. for us, you right. know, people of color. Like, we'll handle it ourselves. Yeah, like call a friend. Call right. a family member. Like, phone a friend. Like, like I, I'm yeah. like, at what point is somebody that we know and love going to end up dead because some person calls the police. And, and they, they come they, get guns blazing. Right, exactly. They just assume I mean, you—you you were there for a welfare check. Yeah. You. There was no report of a crime in progress. There was no report of a burglary. There was no report of shots fired. Right. I, I saw a person with a gun. None of that. You go to the front door. You knock on the front door. It's already ajarred, allegedly. Right? right. According to this. Right. Hi, Fort Worth Police. Yeah. Hi. And, and Is what about okay in here? You know, I'm like, what about that one dude? Didn't didn't they have that mass killing? That dude that was, was that Worthworth Worth? uh, somewhere in Texas, right? Well, there's the been the El Paso. There's been Dallas. And yet they took him a lot. They took him a lot. Right, no. And that's that exactly. That's the other issue is that you have white men who are committing mass murders and you're able to. And handcuff and them. you're and able to de-escalate, put him in handcuffs, set him in the car, take him for a burger on the way to the yeah. station. And like, you got this lady in her own home, in her own home. Legally owning a firearm. exactly, And you shoot her. No questions asked. Just murder. Yeah. Don't announce yourself as the police. Right. Like, yeah. So uh, I'm, I don't know. I'd like to know how long he's been in the, you couldn't find it. Well, yeah, they didn't have it on this one article, but I didn't keep snooping, but it would be like, that just seems to me like a. Well, I shouldn't say that because they've they've yeah, had. I mean, f- you know, veterans. Exactly. You know, all the way down to mm-hmm, just exactly. barely on the job. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's yeah disgusting. <sighs> so I hope so that the twenty-eight-year-olds' life has been snuffed out. Yeah. For done. No reason. Done. And that and that nephew, nephew forever traumatized. 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 Like you there's know. no bouncing back. from exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing. And her family. I mean, oh yeah, every like everybody's, everybody's affected devastated. because it. Because and I'm this, sure if this officer had kids, their devastation, mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah, and I mean the the thing, the other thing I saw today, is what he posted about you know, if this were a white woman killed, in there her was home. a white woman killed. The officer got remember right? No, yeah, but that's the what I'm Australian saying. chick. Yeah, that And came he out got he got, got murdered. Out. Yeah. 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 yeah, and she and but that was like a situation where you don't. That's know. a reasonable. She came. That's a reasonable. Yeah. Like, oh my God, some this person could be. Yeah, who knows she, she didn't who's do anything. The, yeah. yeah, so who's I'm saying if a white woman was killed in this fashion in her oh. home, oh. oh, it'd be oh. marches every weekend till the whole police force. Was oh, Fox news would be right up yeah. on top of that. Exactly. One. See, see, yeah. white women do get exactly. killed. You know, yeah. All Maybe right. Presenting that is there is no, you know, racism. It's yeah. it's all over the place. Well, Police and are, that you 99%, know. you know, that 1% conviction, that's the black guy that killed the white oh, yeah. lady. <laughs> that's right. That's the oh, yeah. white, that's the black officer that killed yeah. the white lady. That's right. Yeah, that is right. All right, we need to take a break. We'll be right back. Okay. <coughs> all right, we're back to what are you Bringing to the table? What are you Bringing to the table podcast, episode number thirty-two? Yeah. Um, What's I saying again? The stories. The sto- crazy, crazy never sleeps. The stories never end. Yeah, we keep. I, I, we haven't used I that haven't one in, used while. That in a while. Yeah, stories never end because. Crazy never sleeps because the stories never end. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. We had a better flow. I think we did. Yeah. yeah. We that might was have back to... in the day. Yeah. That's when we that's were okay. one or two. Yeah. Some, I was in our teenage days. <laughs> <Yeah. phase. laughs> now, now we're mature. Now we're 32 year olds feeling ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going out to happy hour and having yeah. just a glass of wine. There and you some go. Apps. Maybe some tapas. <laughs> All right. What you got next? All right. This one comes from uh, NBC News. Uh, Latino. You know, they have the Latino section. Yeah. There. All right. California law bans for profit private prisons, including oh, immigration detention centers. Yes. 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 And um, it says we are joining a national effort and California is leading this in which we are going to divest from these abusive systems, said an immigration advocate good so uh, the new governor G- gavin newsom signed a bill on friday that would eliminate private for-profit prisons including those used for immigration detention by 2028 what, starting gavin? on january 20 the state department's correction and rehab uh, rehabilitation won't be able to enter into a n- enter into or renew a contract with a private for-profit prison to incarcerate people—that well, right. you know—that little statement right there—a for-profit prison to incarcerate people—that mm. in itself is like, how do we even it. get? there? Think about it. How do we? How did this even think start? About it. You're think ins- about it. You're not saving money. You have no control over anything. No. You're binding and you're putting your citizens. You're making money off of incarcerating people your citizens yes yes i, I mean i'm like oh my. but when it's a you know an overrepresentation of citizens oh, yeah. that don't matter right just like what we're seeing now with institutional the whole oppression right you know? with the oxycontin and all exactly. that it's hitting communities that are right. uh of dominant culture exactly you know going wild crazy and yeah. now all of a sudden oh, it's, it's an it's epidemic we gotta get them out right yeah but for us it was yeah not exactly so anyway, operating a private immigration detention facility and incarcerating people in for-profit prisons will be prohibited after January, 2028. Get out of there. Get on. Get, Get out. Yeah. Uh, so the president had, uh, during my inaugural at ad- not president, the governor, governor, during my inaugural address, I vowed to end private prisons because they contribute to over-incarceration. Yes, they do. Now, people are like, how? Tell me how that how how is it people commit crimes, how does that, you know, how does that re- uh help with the overrepresentation or over incarceration? Tell us how. Didn't we have that one judge that was bribing Be- that got yo! bribed? Yes. And was using juveniles yeah. I mean, uh, and placing them yeah, and yeah. placing them in this for profit juvenile detention center. Yes. Yep. Yep. You know. For things like curfew violation. Right. Or a probation violation. Right. Even when mm-hmm. it was against the recommendations. Right. Exactly, going off to prison—that's what happens. Yeah. Is that you get people who get on the take? Who's like, okay, yeah, I'll over sentence people. I'll over sentence yeah. people. Not to mention the abuses mm-hmm. that you have no control. You yeah, won't, you yeah. Once have they're in a private, yeah. Once they're in a private facility, uh-huh. you have no right to go see what's going on. Yeah. you have no right to um, checks and balances. None. Like they are not. They are then in a private business property, right? So, they don't have the same rights as if they're, like, in a state-run facility. Right. So, yep. I mean, that's what's happening with the, with the immigration detention, in the concentration camps, is the, you know, like, AOC and them who yeah. wanted to go visit, which they eventually got to, yeah. but only for, like, a short period of time right. because it was private. Right. And they're like, no, we don't have to let you in right. here and inspect this. This right. is our property. And then they're in our custody. Right. And, and there is no... um you know there is no well. Can you give them some soap? Not, wait. We ran out of the budget money. Sorry. Yeah. No, we don't have to that, give them anything. Right. That's, I mean, in their mind, they're a private yeah. entity. So therefore, the rules of civil rights apparently don't I don't don't work there. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You don't. So get they it? can they can hire their brother, their yeah. sisters. Their they don't whoever. have to be trained. They nope. don't have to have a minimum qualification. No. Nope. And who knows about background checks? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Exactly. You know, they can be pedophiles. They who knows be rapists we don't know they can just kind of do whatever they want and ha- yep. have however they want on there yeah so, yep. good for gavin yep so Gunna. that's that's the thing the keyword here is for profit uh he told nbc that means they will make sure they maximize profits mm-hmm. and which th- what they're doing with our health care so exactly. just remember that they're maximizing their profits mm-hmm and they are willing to cut back on things like medical services and Boom. even food. Boom. Um Geo Group, a for-profit oh, prison ew. company with dozens of facilities in e- California. By Felicia, you got to go. There is a pack your bags including Adelante facility. <laughs> Why are they got to be using I don't know. You know, know, I'm like, I'd like to see who the CEO is, who their board is, and but yet, mm-hmm. adelante mm-hmm. facility. Mm-hmm. Give me a di- okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna go off <laughs> on a tangent here. <laughs> um, previously has stated that the bill works against the state's Proposition 57 anti recidivism goals, uh, approved by, by voters. What does he know about, or what do they know what about know, recidivism? Since when is prisons part of uh the anti recidivism yeah, exactly? That, last time I heard it does not include going to prison, yeah, yeah, Fucking anyway, assholes. yeah. So, what oh, the company reported revenues. No, grab your buttocks on this one. I'm holding on $2.33 billion, with the B. Oh, Jesus, in 2018. Oh, Jesus. Up from $2.26 billion in 2017. Jesus Christ. Billion, and and that billion, bee- billion dollars of profit, billions of dollars of profit, do not go to the inmate care. Mm-mm. Do not go to no, these are the shareholders. people that are working there, yeah. right? So private prison workers are mm-hmm. some of the lowest paid and have no union protection, right? right? So mm-hmm. you could just, oh, you don't like it, get the fuck out, right? Oh, you don't like it, get the fuck out, right. you're done, right? 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 But a lot of times, what happens is these private prisons go into communities that are already impoverished, and it's seen as oh, this is a great job. Mm-hmm. We're gonna give you benefits, do do do, L- little to no, you know, education like high school diploma only needed, right? So. You, you have a community that's been, you know, hit by different recession or whatever. And so the community itself has get sold this idea of like, if we come in here, you're going to bring all these jobs in. Well, they're not paid the same yeah. rate as like a state prison, right. you know, uh, corrections officer would mm-hmm. be paid. You don't have a union. You don't have the same retirement. Right. You know, so yeah. it's all a bunch of crap. Right. So that this company can make billions of dollars, right? And that goes to the shareholders. Pretty much know that these owners of these private white and connected somehow politically exactly. Oh yeah, no. A lot of times, what happens, and I don't know if it was on the prisons or it was some other private freaking corporation thing. They what they do is they have people that will draft the law to allow these things to happen. Oh yeah, and then hand it off to the legislature the the whose hands have been greased. Right. And so they write everything up to, to make it how they need it. Mm-hmm. And then of course then they take it through the, the legislature and get it passed. Yeah. When they had nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just all about yeah. We'll we'll make sure this gets passed and then you get a ten thousand dollar campaign contribution. Right. Right. Hmm. So we've just been sold oligarchy people. Yeah. We've been sold sold into the slavery of this the system. Not a democracy. Mm-hmm so basically they need the illegal aliens to continue to cross the border oh, people without documentation them- yes people without document- <laughs> in order for them to stay in business oh no absolutely yeah yeah so they're really not trying to shore up no no they want a certain number of them yeah. and and they want it to be so that they can be detained yeah at the border versus you know arrested and released mm-hmm. because they're not going to make any money off of them if they're arrested and released, yeah, awaiting their, you know, uh hearing. asylum hearing or whatever, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So if if I can if I as a as a corporation can support policy change such as currently is happening. Yeah. And why we have concentration camps mm-hmm. because I get more money. How much do you think they're gonna make in two thousand nineteen? Oh God, I can't even imagine. With all the facilities that they've opened since old buffoon and yep. enacted these new policies. Yeah. they oh, just making more imagine. and more I money. I can't even imagine. Yeah. More and more money. Ugh. It's more terrible. and more.
1: more. And including money. rounding
0: up citizens. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, it, yeah, it's not just at the border. No. Eww. Yep. All right. That's it. That's all you got? Okay. Yep. Um, I am going to do an interesting story that came across my feed today. I just thought it was kind of interesting. So... Mm. It's a little departure from my normal type of uh uh either sex or social justice story. <laughs> <laughs> um, this comes from the Columbian, which is a local paper over in the Vancouver area. Um serial cheater booted from apple tree half marathon, questioned again. What? Serial cheater? Booted, booted from, from Apple, Apple Tree Half Marathon, questioned again. Emily Clark posts suspicious results in Sunday's Chicago Marathon. Was this the same lady that I kind of did where she... I, You did one before, but I don't know if it's the same one. Huh. Interesting. I can't remember. I cannot I think, remember. I think the one that I was talking about was a celebrity marathon. She had an Instagram. No, she was just a regular person. This she, is just a regular person? Yeah. So she's a local person. So uh, that, but it was the same type, type of story. Yeah. Cheating. So um, it appears that serial cheater who was disqualified from Serial. Serial. calling her a serial Cereal cheater. Meaning not just one time. Not just one. We've caught you a couple, couple times. times. couple times. A couple times. Appears um, uh, who was disqualified from this year's Apple Tree Half Marathon in Vancouver is under suspicion again. Emily Clark's latest suspicious results came on at, at Sunday's Chicago Marathon, a race she recently admitted to course uh, a, a race she recently admitted to course cutting in 2013. Uh-huh. So in 2013. Uh-huh. She cheated. She cheated. Um at the same Chicago, Marathon. Chicago Marathon. Clark, a twenty year on, old. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. And then she cheated. Close over here in Vancouver. In the Vancouver they kicked apple tree. and they and found then she out she goes back to and Chicago then she goes to back run. And this uh, one and suspected again. Wow! So Clark, a 28-year-old Portland resident, crossed the Chicago Mar- Marathon finish line in three hours, fifty-nine sec- minutes, and eight seconds. But Clark's recorded time splits and pace bring into question whether she actually ran all 26.2 miles. <laughs> Her pace between the half marathon mark and twenty five kilometers was 12, point, 12, 12 minutes sixteen per mile, so twelve mm-hmm. minute mile. Yeah, but from twenty the twenty five k to the thirty k, she clocked a six minute mile, oh. over half, <laughs> improved by half. Oh wow! Cut that pace I in mean, half. She's like booking it. How I don't know. So that's a pace maintained by only the top fifty females in the. Thirty-three thousand, top field. fifty. She is not the top fifty. And that they're saying that six miles an hour, or that six-minute mile. And I'm sure those. So top she went 50, from a twelve-minute mile to a six-minute mile. So, but I'm saying I'm sure those top fifty, they're clocking in. They're not reducing their. Like it's not no, like it hey, should, they they're probably staying at, at like six minutes, six seven minutes all throughout, like right. the pace per mile. Right. So yeah. she's doing a 12 minute mm-hmm. slugging and it. And then all of a sudden, you she know, she turns the, in the speed K mark, racer. She's like now double time. Right. Double time in like, it. Now I got to catch up to the so first. So from the 30K to the 35K, her pace slowed to nine minutes, 27 <laughs> seconds per mile, only to spike again to six minutes and 10. Maybe seconds she got per tired mile. in between there. <laughs> from the 35 to the 40K. <gasps> Such disparities in pace are consistent with course cutting, a practice she admitted to after the Apple Tree Marathon on September 15th. In that race, Clark apparently finished as the second fastest woman, but race organizers confronted her after top runners on the course and on course photographers said Clark was not among the leaders for most of the race. Suspicious. Reached by phone on Monday, Clark denied cheating in Chicago. She claimed she had two asthma attacks during the race, causing her to stop running multiple times. She also said that she was unable to reach the 6 minute 10 second ten-second-per-mile pace until the second half of the race because she started near the rear of the field and had to weave around other runners. However, even in large marathons, runners typically become spaced out they after do. the first few miles. yeah. When pressed on her claims, Clark responded, I called to set the record straight, not to get into an argument over the facts. Over the, the facts. Yeah, in the phone conversation with the Columbian last month, the apple tree race organizer Sherry McMillan said Clark initially denied cheating in that race. This, became dis- this came despite McMillan, founder of Vancouver-based Y Racing events, witnessed Clark riding her bicycle during the race. <laughs> what? Clark initially claimed the woman on the bike was her twin sister. Oh my. But later admitted to riding her bicycle before stashing it and running the race's final segment. Oh, <laughs> McMillan my. said she recognized Clark because she had biked the course with McMillan and others the day before the race. In a statement shared by Y Racing Events, Clark admitted to cheating at multiple events dating back to 2013 Chicago Marathon. That includes the Eugene Marathon in April, where Clark supposedly finished in 2 hours, 52 minutes, and 43 seconds as the 8th fastest woman. In reality, Clark ran a short distance of the race, returned to her motel, then jumped back on the course for the last (laughs) few miles. So this, this is going Starts to race, goes back, kicks back at her hotel, probably eats a little, drinks a little. Oh, got to go. Gets back, hops back in the race and at, finishes at, at, a, at, a, at a different spot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Clark, who operates Portland Counseling Service that helps women overcome trauma and eating disorders, promised to stop cheating. I've chosen to come clean about it because the truth eventually catches up to you no matter what Clark's statement's read. But since then, Clark has disavowed her apology. She posted a message on her Instagram page that read, I've been disqualified from races because they found it impossible if someone of my build could hold these paces. Oh, now she's stood... trying to say they're body, body shaming her. Yep. Uh, asked if she stood on her statement in September, Clark said, I don't want to talk about previous statements. I'm focused on spending time with healthy, supported people. Clark's suspicious splits in 2019 Chicago Marathon were first flagged by Marathon Healthy Investigation, an online people. group launched in 2015 that aims to crack down on cheaters in road races. What do you think about that? <laughs> what um, do you think about that? You know, I was going to say, let's do a diagnosis. Well, so we don't another-, another article that I read, she did use her diagnosis as an excuse saying she has anxiety and it causes her to do things like this, which I mean, there's, there's some truth uh, like, around here's my like, thing. you know, people well, with I, disorders I get that. will, I get, if you're anxious, but now she's coming back saying, no, I, they just don't think I'm capable of doing this because you're of not my body capable. Time. They already called you on she, that. You're she, not you capable. Rode <laughs> you, have you rode a fucking bike. You have witnesses. And Hey, not to say that you're not an athletic person, yeah. But she's more like a she's got like a thick build, yeah. Like almost oh, is like there a, a. picture a, on there? Uh, was it this one or was it um, you know? But oh, yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. good. I get to see. I mean, she's muscular. Is it muscular or because? Uh, yeah, so she's okay. like she's like weightlifting t- body type. Yes, you know, which like... means you're having to carry all that right. mus- muscle, because muscle weighs. More, More than, than fast. exactly, she does not have a runner's body. No, now it's not to say that someone with that body type can't, but we're talking M- about participate in a marathon and say, finish the fastest, a marathon. Fastest? Yeah, she's trying to say that she's within the top 50 women in uh, what did they say? The top 50 females in um, in the Chicago Marathon. And, it's, and I, it's, have you the seen the Chicago those Marathon is the second largest marathon in the um, nation? But have you seen those yeah, ladies? Yeah, the, the, these ladies are thin. Yeah. Like Like, they're actually running. Like run the whole year. they run her bodies. They run her body. Runner's right. body, right? Like, it's I'm not, like- not saying a big girl can't do a marathon. I bet you she can run a marathon. I can't but run. She ain't gonna be in the I top. can't run a marathon. Right. I bet you she can run, she can run 26 point, whatever miles it is, right? Right. But girl, you you are not one of the top. And that's okay. Why? It's that's okay. You don't have to be at the top. <laughs> The fact that you're able to run a fucking marathon. That's amazing. That you should just be. With your body type. Come on, girl. Get on. Do it. Yeah. But you're out there cheating. Riding a bike. Going back to your hotel. hotel? (laughs) Drinking. Eating. Eating up something. Okay. So my thing is. Okay. So you got anxiety. Why the. Why sign up? I know. Why sign up? It's more than just you ex- You got anxiety. You want to go out there with medals. Hey, I got, you know, yeah. I got, I'm second. You didn't do those things. You're lying to yourself. You're lying exactly. to everybody. That's right? not anxiety. That to me is something else. Right. And, and then, you got to be the center of attention. So I, then I had to look up her business website because oh. she's a counselor. That's what I'm, oh, she's that was therapist. the other thing. She's a therapist counseling people on trauma and eating disorders and obviously and body shoot. stuff. <laughs> and not to say that a, that a therapist can't have mental health issues are, or anything but like are that. are you cheating and lying like that? But what are like you them? doing? Yeah, like, Where's what are you integrity? Saying? Like, <laughs> do you have your medals up on the wall and saying, oh, yeah, I was one of the top runners in the yeah. Chicago Marathon. And, it lies. You know, like, you no, know, you should be an example saying, look, I, I'm a big girl and I still go out there and run right. marathons. And this helps me with my anxiety. Exercise helps. Yeah. But you're portraying yourself as something that you are not. Right. And yep. I mean, where's your integrity? Yeah. Like, that's that's not good, girl. No. Like, you need to it's okay to get some help for yeah. this. Yeah. Because you're cheating. Right. And I'm looking at all these ladies here. I did Google mm-hmm. top 50 female marathons. Well, and what do they look like? They look like they're skeletons I know. and tennis shoes. I know all of them. Yeah, there's not one mm-hmm. big girl, big muscular. Like, I mean, I know none of that. I know. So no, boo, you didn't do it. You're cheating. They caught you. Mm-hmm. You're a multiple serial killer. Well, <laughs> <I don't laughs> <I'm> gonna, serial killer. <laughs> serial cheater. Cereal cheater. And just live with it. They yeah. caught you. Not not they caught you. Stay out of the limelight now. Well, and they not only caught you, you admitted to it. And right. now you're going back saying you didn't do it. Right. I like, don't want to talk about That's what I did the last issue time. too, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, you came clean, you owned it, you knew that, you know, okay. And let's... now you're backpedaling and saying, Oh shit, I caught again. So now I'm gonna pretend I didn't admit it to right. begin with. Now let's let's say you're one of her clients and you read the story. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I thought about was what? if I like, this is this your therapist. About my therapist, I would be like, "No, That's, sorry." I'd be like, "That's why I still got my anxiety." I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and cancel my next session. Yeah, and I'm gonna find another therapist because if you can't be honest with yourself, what are you doing in the room, right? If you, That's what I'm saying this it's is like, just basic. This is an issue of integrity, integrity, ethics. You know, it's just basic. Yeah, and you don't have that down, right? You got issues, gay. Yeah, girl. like she's. She's got to go see her own therapist she needs before to take putting a the break. shingle out. And just, you know, um oh, yeah. oh I don't know which is worse. Little Natalia or this lady? <laughs> I, I just, well, at least we know this is true. We don't know I, anything I, about Natalia yet. That's so oh. like we know she's a cheater. She's yeah. cheating. And it was interesting. I saw like another article. It's like saying it's it, like, you know, a priest saying being a cheater. Yeah. You know, you're like, I- is there no? ethics in what Where is you the ethics do and integrity about it like exactly. you should be the first one to know hey i'm just doing it just to yeah you know just to say i finished it right hey. and that would be a better example for your clients right. of like do something that you think you couldn't do and when you do it and you finish it right. the, the 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 satisfaction you get but right? you want to be but champion. now you want to cheat and say that you're in the top you want to be champion for what <laughs> I mean to say you're champion when you know you're when you're not, not? exactly. Like that's, a, that's the mind-boggling I thing. I was My- blown away by this that story. Is, I'm oh. fascinated. Oh, I mean, she. I, I, I mean, okay. one of the articles I read. They did the 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 Y racing organization from the apple uh, the apple tree one. They were really nice about it. They yeah. were like, we don't want to vilify her. You know, she she obviously needs help. Like, they were very, very, like, graceful about it. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not and even And then enough- she turns around and goes to Chicago and does the same thing. Yeah. Twice. Like, well, yeah. Right? And back in 2013 and then this current one. Yeah. So, she did the apple tree on the 15th of September. Mm-hmm. And she goes over to Chicago and does the Chicago Marathon and cheats. <laughs> And so, it's like, now you almost got to say, hey, we can't back you up on this one, girl. Right. Like, we yeah. try to give you the benefit of the doubt that you do have anxiety. Yeah. Your,
1: and then I'm choices, like, how come you, because you know, like, she also
0: said I had an uh, an asthma attack. attack. Yeah. How come you didn't say, I took my, inha- I took my squirts of my inhaler, mm-hmm. you know, had to rest a bit, and then I continued on, and I felt better. Yeah. You didn't mention anything about yeah squirting that stuff in your exactly. mouth to clear up your lung nothing yeah you yeah. just all of a sudden asthma went away I mm-hmm. it doesn't it get worse I mean I'm <sighs> not a doctor um, well just pretend like you're one on this on this podcast it's it doesn't does it go not away seem like that. Or do you typically, need squirt? Yeah, I mean, typically, yeah, you 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 can't just. I I've never I've never known of like a marathon or being able to like, and then just keep going. That seems like a big uh, deal, an asthma attack. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but um, apparently her body functions a bit different. Yeah, and you know, again, I don't, mm. I don't want to be too, but no. You got to be too. In her it's a lie. on her website, mm-hmm. she one of the things that she says stuff I help with, mm-hmm. um, shame. <laughs> um, maybe she's doing research. I don't you know. know. This could be I research. Mean, I just feel like I hope that she is um, clearly I hope she's not getting feeling some help. any shame. I hope that whoever is providing clinical supervision for, because she's not licensed yet. So I hope that whoever's doing clinical supervision is reading articles as well and saying, girl, honey, we got to talk about your ethics here. Yeah. We got to talk about your integrity here. Like this. This is an issue. I'm wondering if the licensing board would even look at this and say, oh, I mean, I don't think so, because it's not really like, you know, I mean, you can't really say it's anything to do with the clients. I think it's more of a clinical supervision issue.
1: Wow. Like,
0: I, if I were her clinical supervisor, I would be saying, Emily, we'll get, we got to have a talk. Honey. Yeah. Like, yeah, we need to talk about this behavior. And, and what if she comes back at you and says, I don't know what you're talking about. I you know? did it. Uh-huh. Then, <laughs> I ran that marathon. S- and now all, like, all of a sudden you're trying to accuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, okay, so <laughs> we're going to have to have a talk of whether we're going to continue this relationship. Because, yeah. Yeah. Because I can already hear. Yeah. I so I don't it. know. it's crazy though. It's yeah cra- I That's was like nuts. Wow. yeah nuts. I mean, I cheated on the mile run in high school, but I didn't say that I you know How was did. an awesome marathoner. I How did, did cheat. cheat. How'd you cheat? My aunt gave me a ride. <laughs> I was because yeah. the there was a, a like the square of our town was like yeah. a mile. So instead of running on the track, everyone said uh-huh. we would do this square. Yeah. And so I was running down by the she market. Beep, and beep. she go out and I waved at her and I said, stop. And I hopped in the back of her truck. She drove me around to the bottom of the hill that went up to the high school. Did you get a breather in there or did you just keep running up? Oh no, I I stopped at the bottom of the hill and then ran up to the top of the hill. Uh-huh. <laughs> See? So you could have I done did. that mile in. Oh two minutes oh my the the PE coach was, was like wow you did a great job today I was like I know huh? <laughs> I cheated I cheated I hated running professional oh, hero. God, I hated, table hated running so bad <laughs> hated running every time we go to pee once a once or twice a year we'd have to run the fucking mile right and I'm like why the fuck do we have to do this What does this have to do with PE? Right, right. Nothing. This doesn't mean I'm physically fit if I can run a mile. There's other ways of proving my physical fitness. (laughs) Other than being winded. Oh, I hated it. All All right. We got to take a pause and we'll be right back. Don't cheat. (laughs) All right. We're back Two. what are you bringing to the table? All right. Uh, You got got an instant what's update? (laughs) Because I want that. I want that on the record. So, we did investigate her counseling website, um, Emily Clark's counseling website. And on the homepage, it says, um, real is how I do things. Real is where the pain is and where the healing happens. Okay. Okay. Emily. um, We need to get real with you, girl. You're not being real about (laughs) what you're doing. And I understand why that might be happening. I understand that you might have some stuff going on inside of you that feels like you have to be something that you're not. Yeah. And I totally understand that from personal experience. Yes. Of depression and anxiety. Yeah. Often tells us we have to put on a mask and be something we're not for people. And what I would offer is that just come clean about this running stuff. It's okay to say that you didn't do put it. Put the sneakers up. You know what? You probably ran <laughs> further than I have ever ran in my right. life. Or the most people. You should be a proud for the fact yeah. that you can even put those shoes on and get in that race. That whether you, you finished or not. Yep. You you said, you know what? I'm going to do it and I'm going to try it. You need to be proud of that. Yeah. And not try to portray yourself as something that you As you're a not. winner. Like, if real is how you do things. Just be real about yeah. it. Just be real. Come clean. It was fucking hard. Right. Because you know what? I bet right. it was fucking hard. Yeah. I'd get I'd get one yeah. maybe one mile in and I'd be like Didn't yeah. I just admit to cheating yeah. to a mile run in the high school? Yeah. So trust yeah. me. Yeah. I couldn't even, I don't think I could get a mile out. I mean, just the thought of even registering for a marathon. Oh is, my, is just the thought of running. Right. Yeah. Just the thought of putting on shoes and running. Yeah. She's got to hang up the running shoes. Or don't. But just be real that it's hard. And not everybody is going to be running a six-minute mile. Some people run 12-minute miles. And that's okay. I probably run a half an hour mile. (laughs) I'd be walking. I won't be running. (laughs) It'd be like, run, run, run. Run, run, run. Right. (laughs) I mean... Just be real about this. Either that or really train for it. Right. If you want to reach that yes. six minute mile level, then get out there and, and put do your feet to it. the pavement every day and, and do, do what you got to do yeah. and, and make it happen or just be real that this is hard work. Yeah. And, you may get out there and start running that marathon and think, I can't finish this. You know, and I always it's think- It's okay. Of, like, it's okay. Yeah. Like we were ta- I was just talking about, you know, climbing Mount Everest. Why even bother climbing Mount Everest? What what you know- Right. If you don't really want to take on that challenge, don't do it. Yeah. What are you doing it for? Right. Like climbing Mount Everest is for you. Right. And that's the thing is that's like, it. do some introspection of what- is running? What are you? Who are you doing that for? Right. And what are you trying to prove? If it's because you want, you truly want to do it, then yeah, do it to accomplish. But if something. you're trying to put something else on, some airs to, you know, fulfill a, a a falsehood of you know a mask, then let it go. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay it's not to do it. I mean. But Ugh. now the crap has gotten worse because you cheated. Yeah cheated. Yeah cheated. And now you're in the in the news about it. Yep. And cheating. Now you're gonna have to answer some questions. About cheating. About cheating. Yeah. In multiple marathons. <laughs> and then that was the thing we were looking talking about off off, off mic was has she even completed a marathon? Because the, I mean, I don't know, maybe yeah, she's run know. other marathons yeah. and didn't obviously didn't didn't uh maybe she finished didn't place, place didn't, didn't young, place just, high so yeah. it wasn't an issue yeah. it's these ones she placed high that they're like wait a yeah. minute how could you have run that qu- that fast right and so that that's how you became suspect right. like the ones that you may have fit she may has finished and she had 23 miles you know like you know, a minute marathon. yeah but she if she finished a marathon good for you yeah damn leave it at that Wow. Obviously, marathon running is not your thing. Find something else. Or Knitting. it is, and you're not going to be in the top. And that's okay, too. Yeah. Like, if you just enjoy running for the endorphins and the, the you know, I don't know and why people a, would run. It's to, expensive to go all the way some... to Chicago. Yeah. To, you have to pay your entry fee. Yeah. It's hotel stay, food, all that. It's yeah. expensive. Yeah. You could have done that here. Waited for the Portland Marathon. They just had it a while, a few weeks ago. I wonder if she. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, and I wonder if she. um, I mean, again, I don't know if she's competed in other um, marathons and didn't place high, so nobody even bothered to, you know, notice. um, I mean, I think if I'm gonna cheat, I'm not gonna. I'm just why? I mean, as much as they do all the timing, like this is not. They are looking for people that are cheating. Yeah, no, I mean that's what the article said too, is that they've started to really pay attention because people do cheat. Yeah, so um, so you're not going to be able to. Con- nobody's going to be able to because they have you timed. I mean, there's clocks. There's you know, they're they're going to discover it. So and I don't know if this is her, but I just did a you know, um, Emily Clark races finished. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of, and I mean it, Clark is a pretty. You know, mm-hmm. um, common names. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, that there's a lot of races listed on here. I don't know if this is all her. Yeah. But, um. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So get real, Emily Clark. It's time. It is time get, to be real. Get real. Get grounded. And just be okay with that, who you are. You know, you're okay, boo. You're all right. Yeah. You can you can run and continue to run. You can run if you want to. Right. <laughs> you just <laughs> don't have to cheat. Put your shoes on the pavement and feel the ground on your feet. You can run if you want to. <laughs> oh, oh
1: yeah, my yeah, goodness. All, yeah. right, All right. What you
0: got next? Okay. This one comes from the Daily Mail. Um, nine-year-old arsonist charged with first-degree murder in mobile home fire that killed five relatives, including three toddlers, as mother insists he's not a monster and just made a mistake. I'm sorry, say that again? A nine-year-old arsonist charged with first-degree murder in mobile home fire that killed five relatives, including three toddlers, as mother insists, he's not a monster and just made a mistake. Oh, Jesus. Nine. Well, first off, he's nine. He shouldn't be charged with murder. Right. I mean, he's nine. Yeah. What, what happened? So, it says on April 6th, these are the bullet points. April 6th, uh trailer home fire near Peoria, Illinois is killed. Ariel Wall, one. Uh, Damien Wall and Rose Allwood, two. Jason Wall, 34, and Katherine Murray, 69. Wall's fiance, Katrina Allwood, 27, and her son, Kyle, then aged eight, escaped. Allwood has now identified her son, Kyle, as the accused arsonist. She told CBS this morning the nine-year-old had been recently diagnosed with schizophrenia There's no way. That's not even possible. ADHD. You can't be be diagnosed at nine with schizophrenia. And bipolar disorder. No, no. ADHD. That's all you can be diagnosed with. Kyle was charged this week with five counts of first degree murder, two counts of arson, and one count of aggravated arson. No. If convicted, Kyle could be placed on probation for at least five years, but not beyond the age of 21 and will not be in prison. What state was this again? Illinois. I thought it was Florida. Mm Mm-mm yep and how did the fire start um, so it says that it said um, the mother of the nine year old who had been charged with the murder in connection to a deadly arson fire that killed most of his immediate family has spoken out for the first time saying that the child suffers from mental illness and is not a monster um, she appeared on CB and I'm wondering did anybody did somebody's attorney tell you zip your lips yeah don't yeah. be going out there mm-hmm. you know but she's taking on going on to cbs this morning on thursday two days after her sole surviving child kyle allwood was charged with five counts of first degree murder two counts of arson blah, 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 um, after allegedly intentionally setting his family's uh, mobile home ablaze in april the Inferno hmm. near the village of Goodfield killed his two half-siblings, one-year-old Ariel and two-year-old Damon Wall, his cousin Rose Allwood, um, Kyle's stepfather, um, 34-year-old Jason Wall, and the children's paternal grandmother, 69-year-old Catherine Murray. Jesus, what the hell? Was it a mobile home? Uh, yeah, a mobile home fire. This Man, is the, that thing must this, have is the oh. this is the mother. This is the mother. Okay, kind of reminds me of mm. Gypsy Rosie is yeah. You know, having that Gypsy Rose look. Mm. Here's the mobile home on fire. Damn. You know, yeah, it's a blaze. Yeah, those things go up quick, fast. Yeah. I mean, they're only they're made with, it's, yeah, it's, it's you a know, tinderbox. Right. a tinderbox, yeah. and and no exits. Yeah. You you better hope that yeah. you can break a window or something and get the hell out of there oh, before shit. you know two seconds. So supposedly he lit it intentionally. Supposedly. I mean, a nine-year-old to say you know you can do anything intentionally. Right. Yeah, I'm always kind of suspect. Yeah. but so it says all five victims died of smoke inhalation inside the family's trailer. Uh, uh, Katrina, who was engaged to Jason and her son from a previous relationship, Kyle, then eight, were the only people who managed to escape the burning residence. The 27-year-old mother told CBS that Kyle had been recently diagnosed with schizophrenia. And all these other diagnoses, she said. She also revealed that the boy in the past had shown interest in lighters and fire. Hmm. Everyone is looking so at who him. sexually like, abused him. That's what, uh, uh, yeah. Um, everyone is looking at him like some kind of monster, but that's not who he is, Allwood told the news outlet. People make mistakes, and that's what this is. Yes, it was a horrible tragedy but it's not something to throw his life away over. He, there, there's no, not, he's they're not going he to take help. him out of your hands yeah. because clearly you couldn't provide. Yeah. Something was going on. He That's what I'm saying is that who sexually abused him because playing with fire is a common thing for people who have been sexually abused. Right. Uh huh. And then she said, Katrina recounted during the emotional interview, how she stood at the window of her burning home and told her toddler son and daughter, she was sorry she could not save them. Ugh. You know, I got to put Ugh. my Alex Jones hat on. Ooh. 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 Uh, you know? You think she did it? Uh, I I don't know, but I'm like, how did she get out? How How is it was this Was she kid? already outside, maybe? I don't know. How did they escape? Yeah, how did those two survive? That's a, that's a good question. And then it says, Mommy was right here, and I love them. Katrina recalled telling her dying children. You know, you know, so at least hopefully they heard that. Mm. So she's screaming, I love you. Mm. Mama's right here. As they're, Mm. you know, dying of smoke inhalation. How did she get outside? That's what I want to know. That's Katrina also talked about hearing her fiance scream and choke back tears. Remember the moment the screams ceased. Despite the heartbreak caused by her son, Katrina is hoping the judge will take into account his mental health problems and will show leniency. I forgive him. I love him no matter what the mom said of Kyle. <clears throat> her sister, who lost her baby daughter, Rose in the fire, wants to see her nephew sent to juvenile detention and eventually to prison for the act. Jesus, uh-huh. come down. Because at the end of the day, whether he meant to or not, he knew what fire did, Samantha said. <laughs> Kyle has not been detained, but because of the death threats of the nine-year-old um has received, he has what grown up adults? People. Come on. This is a nine-year-old Ugh, kid. Jesus. What grown up adults yeah. are calling? I'ma kill you. Yeah. Give me a Come dang on. break, Come on. people. Jeez, Ugh. Louise. Uh, so he's been receiving death threats. He has been sent to stay with relatives in an undisclosed location. He is due back in court on October 21st. Um, the state's attorney who filed the charges against Kyle on Tuesday said the child, if convicted, could be placed on probation and would likely receive counts. And, you know, and not. Yeah, I mean, that's what's going to happen is that no matter what is he'll do yeah. counseling. Which and is what he needs. Which he absolutely needs that. You know. And at, at age 21, it'll, you know, they can't hold him past that and it'll be done hopefully he'll have thought about his actions yeah and i mean imagine that like he's gonna have to live with the rest of his life knowing yeah that he killed yeah
1: and his
0: actions killed all those people yeah and despite you telling children don't play with fire they don't conceptualize i can literally kill somebody exactly if it gets out of control exactly like they're fascinated with yeah, it. Yeah, they're acting like he was like, ha ah, yeah. and went and lit the bed right. on fire. What like he probably was happening, he was probably thing. playing with matches or whatever. And, and it just and got it out of the And then it goes so quick. Yeah. Like, you and, know. But I still want to know how mama got out. And how did he get out? And how come the screaming fiance didn't get out? Was yeah, he. What's going on? What's somewhere going Somewhere where there, there were no windows? Like in every well, room, and there's also, windows. But I mean, what did the place look like inside too? Could have been, could have been like <laughs> hoarding situations? you, you know, packed with trash and other debris, which goes catches, up like that. Which I, I'm thinking that's probably again how speculating did Mama here. Get out without is without playing around with fire with the light or whatever? Supposedly he's a, doing, you know, in a bedroom and it's all filled with the junk and trash and you know. So he lights like this, right? right? This gets lit on fire, and he he tries to put it out, and, it's too and late. it just goes so quick. Yeah. And so he goes running out to the front room where Mama is or whatever, and by that point, it's just probably blazed, and they just they go out, out the front door. And Because it looked like it was kind of towards the back, that picture. Yeah, but there's windows and stuff. There's windows at this front side. Yeah, but you know how people get in panic? They just... Or if the windows had shit in Late, front of them. But I'm like, well. That's what I'm saying is if it's know? a hoarding situation where you and can't get the window. And the lady, is, the and window, that's all she's saying is, I love you, baby. Mama's here. You couldn't say, get out the window or break or something. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> fight, flat or freeze, you're not thinking. Your frontal lobe is oh, but activated. You sure is thinking about, I love you. I'm right here for you. I don't know. I can't. I, I cannot know. judge someone who's in Alex a trauma Jones state. I it's cannot nice, judge. Hey, look, if someone, I'm smoking and um, I, you know, catch the thing on fire, kill my family. The only kid I'm able to save is a little nine year old. I'm gonna be like, dude, you did this. <laughs> 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 what was that? Uh, oh, cheating, yeah, I mean cheating? that could what be too. Right, to be the cheater. Yeah, hey, I I'll be. I'll be cheating, yeah, maybe, Emily. Maybe, you did it, son. Maybe. Yeah, that could be. We'll get you some counseling. It'll be, be all right. Yeah, it would be easy to do. Yeah, why not? Say that. Shoot. Yeah. All right. Okay, I have to go back to the Emily story because I found her apology. Oh, so she's. So this there's was a. What is your. What's update? I mean, we're instant okay. what what's updating left and right here. Yeah. So this was article was after the cheat in the September 15th race. The oh, apple okay. tree race, okay. right? This is in the past. So well, it's just like a month ago when she cheated in the apple tree. She apo- she did so, the apology for yes. this one? So in a public statement, so after getting caught in the apple tree. Okay. Okay. Because she did the apple tree. She did and she rode the bike in the but apple her tree. Her latest one was Chicago, right? And then she went over to Chicago and but yes, ran. Yes, there is no one. And apology now she's saying one. she's not, she's disavowing this apology. Uh, but I want to you. can't read that do apology. that, girlfriend. Well, okay. You cannot so do that. So, to all members of the running community, near and far, over the years, I've made friends and incredible experiences as a member of this community. And I've also been dishonest and deceitful by cheating in numerous races i've chosen to come clean about it because the truth eventually catches up to you no matter what yeah in 2013 i made two cuts in the course in the chicago marathon my anxiety disorder wasn't being treated at the time because i had just moved across the country and i had a panic attack related to being overstimulated by the runners and the noise and the crowds and just wanted it all to be over Instead of seeking help at the aid station, I cut the course and pretended like everything was fine. I did not deserve to cross the finish line that day, nor a week later when the same anxiety showed up as I began as as I was beginning the Bay State Marathon. And I completed one rather than two loops for the race and left the race without communicating with the other that communicating that to the timers, thus skewing the results. In May 2014, I made a similar choice at the Walter Childs Memorial Run. Overwhelmed and scared, running nearly alone in a foreign place, I found a shorter way back to the start finish area. Waited long enough as to try to go unnoticed as I made my way across and accepted the award that, again, I didn't deserve. And I had the exact experience in the 2018 Swamp Rabbit Marathon. <laughs> This spring, after poor training due to unrelated shin splints, I did it again at Eugene Marathon by running a short distance at the beginning before returning to my hotel room, watching a section of the marathon, then jumping back into. So she's watching it on TV (laughs) then jumping back into the last few miles of the race in order to be in the finishers area when my friend who was also running would finish. As in all the times before, I had other options but I chose to cheat because I was ashamed that I couldn't do it pretending f- that I couldn't do it pretending felt easier than the truth. Finally, this past weekend I biked the majority of the course at the <laughs> Apple Tree Half Marathon. I was planning to run until the weather became cold and rainy, but I still wanted to participate in the event. I had been planning on because running had become a way that I was pushing back against weight stigma and somehow convinced myself that cheating my way through, it would feel the same as honestly competing. Toward the beginning of my time in distance running, anxiety attacks during races were the cause of my cheating and the shame that went along with it was the main reason for not coming clean about it in the moment or at any time before now. Since then, though I can run fat th- though i can run fast it's always surprising to people because while i'm not fat i'm not as thin as people expect runners to be and so i have received a significant amount of validation and it place a lot of my self-worth in running validation and worthiness are two things i don't experience a lot in my day-to-day life and my deep need to feel these things from people led me to cheat this spring and fall rather than bow out of the race I was too injured to participate in and another race when the weather weather was horrible in the earliest earlier situations. I didn't realize it then, but I know it now I had better options than choice than the choices I made. And I know that those choices hurt a lot of people. And for that, I'm deeply sorry and in more recent situations i let my need for validation and my feelings for worthiness outweigh the value of my honesty which again deeply hurt other members of the sport and stole them stole from the opportunities to the to sold from them opportunities to be celebrated that they deserved it is my intent with the help of my therapist and my coach work to disentangle my self-worth from running and find ways I can feel validated more often, but only in truthful circumstances. I vow to be honest athlete from now on and sincerely apologize for all those directly and indirectly hurt (laughs) by my dishonesty over the years. And she's disavowed that. So she's sticking to being dishonest. Yeah. So that's the thing. sticking to being dishonest. Exactly. Now I'm like, you ride your bike halfway through. That means you planned it.
1: It, oh, all, no, it was completely sudden, mer-
0: premeditated. Yeah. yeah. So like you had a bike there. Is, there. We, you had no intent of running that no, marathon. No, Like, so that's what I'm saying a, is, have you ever finished a marathon? And you claim in, oh, my anxiety. Yeah. No, you planned, you planned some of this. I eating. absolutely believe that anxiety and depression, in part, drove her to do these things. Mm-hmm. I absolutely do believe that. Mm-hmm. Absolute 100% that, that, that your self-worth. Is so fucked up because of your anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm saying, girl, yeah, you need to get some help. Like you need to continue to work on this. And and but you, my question is and why but now put you're in saying that you're disavowing this apology. So what does that mean? Like, that means you're a liar and a cheat. So that's what we get. You can... need to get some help. Yeah. Like, you you're need a liar, to get some you're help, a cheater. And you need to deal with this and you yeah. need to face it head on. <laughs> And you know, it like use a, a it as addict. a learning like tool, like this could be an opportunity for you ooh, to learn ooh, more ooh. about yourself. Ugh. So yeah. All right. Well, yeah, cheat. cheat. She cheated. She cheated. Yeah. She cheated. No uh, doubt about it. Own it. I, I mean that's what it says. Own it. Yeah. Ugh. All right, we gotta all take right. a break. <clears throat> all right, we're, we're back. Two, what are you bring to the table? All right, what are you bringing to the table? Getting one more story in here before a rapid fire round. What do you got? Um, actually, I have a well, this is a feel good. A okay. feel good okay, story. That's cool. Yeah. So do good boy good Ohio K. Oh, this comes from Fox 8, Cleveland. Good boy Ohio K9 finds missing toddler within minutes of his disappearance. Wow. Shelby County a southern Ohio K9 is being credited for his quick actions involving a missing child. Ooh. Isn't that Wow. I, I, did I share on here about my uh heart attack that uh, when I thought something happened to my son? Oh yeah. Well I no, you didn't tell the 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 story. You told me about it. Yeah. So, just the thought, I mean, I'm thinking you as a parent mm-hmm. Kid is missing. Mm-hmm. You know, for faxing where you're, he's supposed mm-hmm. to be, I'm already thinking worst case scenario. Yeah. Like, I mean, that past him. Gone. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because you hear the stories about it. Oh, yeah. It, it just like, happens like that. Right. Yeah. So it says a Shelby County Department received a call just before 1 p.m. Tuesday regarding a missing three-year-old. Ooh. According to their Facebook post... Deputy Bly and K-9 Bandit started searching at the front of the house, and within 10 minutes, wow. Bandit located the child. Sheriff's Department said, watching his track, you could tell that Bandit had the scent of the child and was well on his way to finding him. Um, Didn't say where they found him. Mm. At. Didn't say where. Didn't say how, what happened to the kid, how the kid yeah. became lost. All it said was- They found him. Ten the, minutes later. Ten minutes later. Wow. So you have he cut. Kind of, he had to be near the house. Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Ten, within ten minutes yeah. of where the house. Uh, yeah, and and probably just sitting there, or whatever. Right. Probably wandered off. Yeah, and wandered at out one the door p.m. And... I'm like, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, you know, Outplayed thank God it wasn't early in the morning. Right. Exactly. You know, but I'm like, as a parent, I oh my god, Ugh. crap in your I, pants. Oh, I would be. I yeah. mean, I can imagine like the dog is the saving grace, yeah. the, the hero of the yeah. whole story. Like I'd be like, and you know me, I'm not a super, I like dogs, not as an owner. You tolerate dogs. <laughs> not as an owner. <laughs> I like dogs, but I'd probably be like, I got to have this dog. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have to have this dog. Like I would treat the dog with utmost. No, you wouldn't. He'd be sleeping and on my la- bed. Month a month later, would be like, yeah, That's damn the dog. Get out of my bed. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> But for at least for the first month, does have a picture of the, the dog? dog? Would ha- yeah, the dog would have all kinds of treats. Yeah, but at least for the first month. Oh, it's a beautiful oh, boy, good boy, bandit. Yeah, pretty yeah. smiling. Yeah. Oh, cute. A hero, 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 hero dog. Well, I'm going to finish it with an odd story um, oh. from NPR. It's a uh, out of here in Oregon. Not one drop of blood. Cattle mysteriously mutilated in Oregon. Not a drop of blood? Not a drop of blood. Oh, chupacabra. The chupacabra. In the early morning light, dust from hooves created a fog in Sylvie's Valley Ranch in the remote eastern Oregon. Cowboy whistles and talk low in their eager herding do- eager, eager, herding dogs. They're moving the cattle from one vast sage-studded range to another. Five young purebred bulls mysteriously showed up dead on the ranch this past summer, drained of blood and with body parts precisely removed. (laughs) What? (laughs) The ranch's vice president, Colby Marshall, drives his truck down from the U.S. Forest Service Road. Then we'll get out and take a little walk to where the bulls were found. And the carcasses are still there coming upon the dead bulls is an eerie scene. the forest is hot and still apart from the raven's re- repeating caw the bull looks like a giant deflated plush toy it smells weirdly there are no signs of buzzards, coyotes or other scavengers. His red coat is shiny as if it were going to the fair but his bloodless and his tongue but he's bloodless and his tongue and genitals have been surgically cut out his tongue mm-hmm. Marshall says these young livestock were just reaching their top value as breeding bulls. The animals were worth around $6,000 each. And since they were, these were breeding bulls, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of future calves were lost too. finding these young Herefords in the remote country can sometimes take ranches, uh, experienced cowboys days. Ranch staff members are now required to ride in pairs and encouraged to carry arms. It's rugged, Marshall says. I mean, this is the frontier. If some person or persons has the ability to take down a 2,000-pound range bull, you know, it's inconceivable that they wouldn't have a lot of problems dealing with a 180-pound cowboy. Theories abound. Harney County Sheriff's Deputy Dan Jenkins has been working the cattle cases and has gotten dozens of calls from over all over offering tips and suggestions. A lot of people lean towards aliens. One caller told us he he told us to look for basically a depression under the carcass cause, he said, that the alien ships will kind of beam up the cow and do whatever they're going to do with it and then just drop it from a great height. Jenkins says the cases have been tough with little evidence or no credible leads. His whiteboard he has running less lists scrawled in green marker with top theories. What's clear, it isn't bears, wolves, cougars, or poisonous plants, nor were the animals shot. The FBI won't confirm or deny that it's looking into the multiple slaughters. Two years ago and 200 miles south near Princeton, Oregon, one of Andy Davies' cows was also found cut up and bloodless. She and her husband drove concentric circles around the corpse, but never found any tracks. And in this dusty country, everything you do leave tracks, Davies said. Back in the 1980s, one of Terry Anderson's mother cows was mysteriously killed overnight. Standing at his ranch near Pendleton, Oregon, Anderson points to the exact spot where he found her on top of a mountain. He remembers the cow lying dead, her udder removed with some razor with something razor sharp, and not one drop of blood anywhere. Okay, so we got a serial a killer up in here. Taking udders, which are breasts and testicles. But not one drop of blood. I need to see. I need to see the scene. Well, here's a picture of the the deflated cow. Let me see. And then I'm... It's a... Well, that... And that cow's been there for a a while. But like they said, no scavengers have come to try to... You know, normally a, a dead animal... In the range like that, you're gonna have coyotes dragging parts off. You're gonna have no. So basically, birds they're saying nobody it out. nobody touched it. Nobody's touched it. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, I don't know. Do, do, I gotta do, see do, another do, side do. picture. That's just one side picture. Why do they? Okay, when did this story come out? This one happened uh, October eighth. I, I Halloween. No. Uh, this is a Halloween no. creepster story. This is NPR. NPR doesn't do that shit. Halloween. This is Halloween. NPR. Wow. Ah, uh, wow. I mean No, I don't believe the aliens. Mm, be aliens. I don't believe aliens. I mean, like how many We've had aliens. Why are they still trying to go after genitals of cows? Like we had mm-hmm. people. They're, they're doing at, some sort what, of experimentation. More experiments. Like, I hey, they're like, hey, we need some more, you know, bull testicles. Let's go down there and grab some they're bull aliens. testicles. We don't know what they're up to. <laughs> they've they've already... It's creepy though, right? It's creepy. Come on. It's creepy. It's creepy. It's if creepy. The story is correct. But there's multiple. So this, this isn't the first time it's happened. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if the stories haven't been Bloodless. Daily Mail, this is NPR you know, This is NPR. You know, this isn't Daily Mail. They didn't the NPR doesn't pay for their stories. Let me, let me do Trump fake news. Oh. <laughs> all right. Let's get into some rapid fire. <laughs> all right, shall we? Yes. Okay. What do you got first? FBI locates woman who boarded plane in Orlando without ID. How does that happen? Is this the lady that's... The, I, I think I saw this on the news the other day. Some lady that's done it a couple of different times. I don't know. I didn't she, read she the article. She goes away. Is, an old, is, it, is there a picture of her? No. Oh. Well, if it's the same story. Yeah. Supposedly, there's this lady who has been known for getting on flights.
1: How does that happen? That's
0: what I said. Do you know how it happens? She's white. That's Uh-oh. how it happens. I'm like, you can't... Everybody's got to right? turn in a little... T- how does she security get check the first TSA. security? TSA. Exactly. And why has she not been charged? She was. This this, is yeah, no, she in this in the. If it's the same, she had got got arrested recently I, for doing I, it. She made it from passing TSA, mm-hmm. passing mm-hmm. the gates. There, you turned in mm-hmm. your ticket, sitting in a seat. I know that's my thing. Is like, how do you end up onto a plane uh. without handing them something? Unless you're a white woman who says, oh, I can't find it. You know, you're in the line yeah. and everybody's backed up. So the, the, the fight attendant person or the probably just, I oh, go, go ahead. Just go, just get yeah. on. Yeah. Or she goes in like the back. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't. I, I mean, I just saw the story. If it's the same where this lady has done a multiple. She went to Paris one time. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. So <gasps> she's a serial stowawayer. What is this? Serial stowwear. Serial (laughs) tudors, serial stowwear. It's out of control. All right. Um, 20 year old man accused of using McLovin fake ID to drink at a bar. Now, McLovin. Come on. Everybody's seen the movie. Yeah. You got to be stupid. That you're going to do that. And they, but he said he did. He, he did, did get he some did. drinks. Yeah. Somebody finally caught him. Yeah. Somebody realized, hey, I watched this movie. Yeah. Someone finally was like, wait a minute. Oh, what, the... McLovin? What's this the picture? Is... Do they show the picture of McLovin? Yeah. He's a bit what more movie handsome. Was than that? That? That's I super remember. bad. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 He's a handsome little man. Oh, he looks like he's a freaking jokester. You know? Too. Like, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Smiling. You know, look at him. He's, he's, he's laughing about it. Like, he's this like, I'm going to be. I'm gonna be on the news exactly with cereal. I'm gonna be on. What are you bringing to the table <laughs> oh, with cereal, Emily? And he's made sure. it to the podcast world. <laughs> That's oh, please. hilarious. A All place. right. What else you got? Now, this is why we bring up about women's rights. Okay, woman 31 is raped in Midtown Manhattan after asking a stranger for directions when she got lost on the subway at 1 a.m. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, it's like, one, I'm like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, you've already told the audience she shouldn't have never been out there at one o'clock. <sighs> you know? Right. And don't ever get lost. Use your Google. Yeah. And don't ever approach a stranger. <sighs> you know? And it's like, why can't we just ask for directions? Admit, at at, at one, in the morning, one in the morning, two in the morning, be able to get afternoon. assistance, not worry. Yeah, well, getting raped. Yeah. yeah. Fucking assholes. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Be on the lookout, ladies. Yep. And I didn't read the article, so I don't know if they described what she was wearing. You know, they probably <laughs> did. Some, or some sort of, yeah. you know. Wearing a little, yeah. you know, she Had been top. out drinking with her, you know, yeah. friends or something. yeah. yeah. All right, um, squirrels hide more than 200 walnuts under SUVs' hood. What? <laughs> what? So uh, I read part of it. Um, uh, 200 walnuts were on the engine of this car, this <laughs> SUV which here's my thing the suv must have been just sitting there well that's for a a, while. That, the only thing i figure is yeah that they they had gone on vacation or something because this didn't happen overnight no you know no not but it is good advice this time of year especially to to just check under the, your hood for these yeah. kind of things because squirrels are hiding their nuts right now <laughs> Putting these nuts hey, in your car, and you know what? Maybe that the, those cows could take some some tips. Hide them nuts. Hide them nuts. So you know it's it is important this time of year not only to look for that kind of stuff, but also look for cats. Cats because they're Cause looking it's warm, for warm. so. um, But this person's entire hood—I mean, you can't even see the engine. It's all grass and just walnuts. Oh, then that car's so been there for a while. they, obviously, they start to yeah. drive. They smell some burning and realize it's, you know, pop the hood and they find a fucking squirrel's nest. I mean, of, well, let's just say, let's say they've been gone two weeks. Yeah. Come on. You think 200 nuts? In two weeks? I mean, I don't know. I, I guess it's possible. I be squirrels, you need to get living wages for all the nuts you've been collecting. <laughs> I mean, look, look at this man. shit. Let me see. Look at this shit. Unionize yourselves. Holy crap. <laughs> that's, no, that's been, that's been, that's all kinds of grass. Yeah. No, they I mean, clumps. They are making, that is their, that's their winter stash right there. They wow. are like not fucking around. They were like, "This car ain't moved. Right? They're so like, "This is, this is our new stash. We don't gotta dig them up later on." Wow! They're gonna be the elements. <laughs> you know, we can. That's the refrigerator during <laughs> exactly. the winter time. All right. Oh, right. One well. more. Yep. What you got? Um, this one oh, is uh, one h- hundreds. Excuse me, hundreds of accused priests living under radar with no oversight. Nearly 1700 priests and other clergy members that the Roman Catholic Church considers credibly accused of, sil- of child sexual abuse. No oversight. Predators out there. This Catholic Church, though, right? Yeah. Well, surprise, surprise. Yeah. 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 yeah they, just, they just relocate them. Uh no nothing nothing just go over yeah. there to this parish No, right. go over to that parish No, go over to that parish have you how ever was watched that, that how documentary? is that legal we got Epstein he had to kill himself because of this and so how are priests himself. get yeah. <laughs> how are priests getting away <laughs> with this it's the fucking Catholic Church one of the most powerful entities in our fucking world so I got to be living with yeah. a predator yeah because. I thought churches were a part of mandatory reporters. no, 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 no. They are not. Oh, and they are not. Some different congregations will say that yes, you have to, but like Catholic Church, they are not mandatory reporters. Wow. Yeah, there's a really good documentary about um a particular priest, uh, and it and it he's still alive. He's living in Ireland now. Yeah. Um but multiple, you know, multiple violations, multiple sex offenses against children. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how the Catholic Church just kept moving him to this diocese and then moving him to this one and moving him to this one. And and they didn't tell them. So they wouldn't even tell him. That's the thing is they didn't right. tell the the parish he was moved to that why he was moved there. Oh, my so God. So he'd get there and he'd offend. And then well, they'd move him to another one. And to the point that they finally... Um, I don't know if he ended up actually getting caught for something and then ended up deported because he was Irish. Mm. Um, but yeah, he was just in Ireland living in a, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I know I'm, I'm that's checking, notorious. I'm checking on Oregon and I'm for mandatory reporting for a church. Manda- to see it, Who's mandatory reporter like is here no, in Oregon church. No. It says reporting abuse. that all citizens have a responsibility to protect those blah, 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 blah. Um, Oregon state law, however, mandates that workers in certain professions, mm-hmm. um, okay, bloop, 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 which professions, though? Um, well, social workers is one. Physician, uh, dentist, school employees, school, licensed practical nurse counselors, peace officers, psychologists, member of clergy. Oh, so Oregon does require Oregon, a- yeah. Oh, good job, Members Oregon. Members of clergy. Good job, Oregon. Maybe that's why they're not being dumped in here. Yeah, true. To that, good job, Oregon. I didn't. Well, know Well, we that. don't know. Well, because I mean, they can keep. They secrets. may have been exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, they're known for keeping well, secrets. Well, and if you do something like the uh, uh, Jehovah Witness Church, oh, they're infiltrated as well. Like, it, aren't they the ones who witnessed it? They're the ones. Yeah, they're the ones that say you have to have two witnesses. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh and then even if you have the two witnesses it has to go before a board of elders who will then eventually say jehovah will take care of this we just need to pray on it yeah it's bad it's bad disgusting all right my final uh, rapid fire story is going to be a local story birds of prey to be unleashed in downtown portland tuesday to show public how falconry solves the crow problem Really, I didn't know we had a crow problem. Do we have a crow know problem? I guess we do have a crow problem. I didn't think there was. I a I thought, crow thought problem. they were going to say more of a mice problem or yeah. rats. No, apparently, or... the crows are causing problems, and apparently, birds of prey don't like crows and scare crows off. And apparently, they've done it before. I read the article. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Like, apparently, they they scare done them off or they like kill well, them. They can attack them too. Yeah, but oh. most of the time it scares them away because they're their, you know they're yeah. the predators. So yeah. they'll so we might be seeing some tomorrow downtown, downtown. yeah whoa and they're they're saying like yeah yeah come out and watch it like it, we're gonna release this and where downtown portland i know but they're at the um, uh let's see living room August of portland 15th um 900 southwest 5th avenue at 6 30 p.m falconers will release their hawks shortly after the event begins to show how the clearing of crows works Whoa, why are you do it on a Tuesday, man? <laughs> I know, right? Like doing the weekend where people can go watch. Yeah, it. yeah. I want to watch. Yeah. Whoa. What if, what if one of the birds of prey swoops down and snatches a child? Oh. <laughs> hey, then we'll get Bandit to go and find him. <laughs> Sip him out, Oh, Bandit. goodness gracious. Well, well. that's it for uh, today for folks rapid fires done um we'll episode back. 32 we will be back in special two weeks expedition. well we'll be doing our special episode when you're listening to this just after you listen mm-hmm. to this on friday yeah and then we have to skip a week because yeah so has to be out of town personal biz we got we got on a roll and now so he's fucking it up already yeah. um so we'll be back recording a regular episode in two weeks yeah all right. All right. Thanks we'll for listening and nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your say for it? What's your say for Daisy?